You are listening to I've Fallen and I Can't Get Up podcast episode two, Babysitting and Internet Safety. So Kristen, episode two, we made it. We did it. That's two more than I thought we'd make. So <laughs> That is for sure. Yeah. I feel like we're on a uh, better trajectory than we planned. So again, though, I think it was a misstep to not start this about a year ago. Right. Yeah. I mean, we've had a lot of time on our hands that has been wasted watching <laughs> stupid TV when we could have been entertaining people. <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, it couldn't have been, you know, for selfish intentions. It could have been serving others. Um, As this I feel like for me, does. what was your quintessential, like, right kind of when things shut down, what did you cling to? What did I cling to? In terms of TV. Oh. <laughs> Besides glimmers of hope that slowly fell out of your hands. <laughs> Nothing. Oh, well... Back at the beginning in, was it March that like Tiger King and Love is Blind came out? Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I feel like Tiger King was sort of, that was the quintessential. I mean, the timing, I think that would have been popular without uh, stay-at-home orders and things like that. But just could they have timed that better? Right. Like everyone you know has seen it because they were all at home on their couch. (laughs) And yeah, I think it was just good too because it was taking you away into this just bizarre dimension of something that didn't seem real. And because life, (laughs) as we were just living it, didn't feel real, it was good to just go to this even more, I don't know, even more, but just differently absurd universe. Definitely. Yeah. That and then Love is Blind because you always have to have the trashy TV no agreed agreed and love is blind you know what love is blind was good too because it was a little different it was a new format a show we hadn't seen before i've watched countless dating reality shows but at least it felt new i was really invested yeah i mean i'm still wondering if amber and barnett are okay um i follow them on instagram are they okay (laughs) They're, yeah, they're still together. As I was watching it, I was thinking, these people are now in quarantine together if they're still together. <laughs> right? I mean, that was just, too, the timing of that um, to go off a dating show where, I mean, yes, they had conversation, but to live with someone after that amount of time was, whew. Yeah. Yes, Barnett and Amber. Uh, oh, my gosh. Gia Nina. Oh, yes. And Damien, I believe, are still together. And Lauren and Cameron, of course. Of course. Man, yes. I've seen so many other couples in between that show and now that I'm like, okay, I'm thinking back. But, yes, I definitely remember mm-hmm. all of them. But of that <laughs> other couple, what was her? Yeah, they were really short again. and really I, tall. They like... were not even together at the end of it, right? Right, yeah, some broke up before the show was even Because he was over. seeing other people. <laughs> Douchebag. Asshole. Am I the asshole? <laughs> yeah, for seeing other people. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. Oh, and um, there is something one of our listeners, uh, well, our, our listeners asked a lot of questions. Let's, let's just be honest about that. It's an inquisitive bunch. 
our uh, vast group of Should listeners. We tell our listeners how to ask us questions via email. Oh, yes, that's a good thing, too. So, yes, they asked about our email, and our email is I've fallen podcast at gmail.com. And our friends have asked, I mean, our listeners, not just our friends, that is a real Gmail. <laughs> that is a real address. Uh, it that, is. I even put it on my phone so it's real. Yeah. I will get your email to my phone. <laughs> there we go. If that doesn't legitimize things, I don't know what does. Um, so there was that question. So, yes, that is real. You can submit questions about um, some had, you know, wanted more details on some of our stories, which that would be the uh, perfect forum for us to give you some more insight background. And then another listener um, asked, how do we get the name? <laughs> I've fallen and I can't get up. And do you remember, Kristen, because this idea for a podcast, uh, it's been sort of cooking for a while. It has. Not as long as it should have been. I mean, this should have really started in college. You know, I should have done audio production and the next day I've been like, Kari, we got to get on this. We got to get on the air. <laughs> the first podcast. Um, no, but I remember we thought about doing kind of a Dear Abby sort of podcast where people would ask us for advice right or I think too we were like if not you know maybe we'll need to get the ball rolling a little bit but maybe we'll start reading dear Abby letters and kind of you know sort of similar to what we're doing now see if we agree more so with Abby or not um and her guidance but uh the name I've fallen I can't get up that was honestly I think just us being us and thinking that's a good name um, but also important caveat was that was not our original title. Our original title was help. I've fallen and I can't get up. But what, what went wrong there, Kristen? Yeah. So, you know, you have to Google everything before you name anything. <laughs> so I looked it up and there is another podcast titled help. I've fallen and I can't get up. Although they only have a promo, they still have not put out a single episode. Do you think that's intentional? I think they knew about us. Or did they did they fall and they're still just <laughs> waiting to record? They're like, I mean, come on, guys, help. <laughs> Someone, anyone, help. <laughs> help, help, help. So, yeah, that's it's not a great uh, story, honestly. <laughs> it's just kind of, <laughs> kind of me and Kristen just... Yeah, both boring and just taking a simple thing and uh, like the snowball just rolls down the hill collecting more snow. But here we are. Oh, and also, Kristen, um, though we love the MIB asshole subreddit and we're, you know, obviously big fans of it, going to use it, um, that's not necessarily going to be the only thing we cover on here, right? Right. So we are having fun so far. It's only episode two, but we could do this for a few more episodes and we may decide to do something else later on and talk about maybe we'll go back to our dear Abby idea and give some advice to our listeners. Absolutely. Yes, we are um, ready to evolve. We're not locked in. We like this. We're having fun with it. Not to say, OK, two episodes of that and then we're going to completely change directions no that's not our intent but you know we're open so we're not just locked into one thing 
Not at all. You know us. We are just easy breezy. Beautiful cover girls. Trademark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out to cover girl. Um, they are, are not a sponsor. sponsor. <laughs> not sponsored. Hashtag. <laughs> yes. But, you know, cover girl, if you want to back us, that would be awesome. So what do you say, Kristen? Should we get into it? Definitely, Kari. Are you going to give the first story for us this time? Sure. I think, you know, take, we're all about taking turns here at the I've Fallen and I Can't Get Up podcast. So uh, we will go with my my first one. Um, and again, we're going to do the same format. First, I'm going to just read the title. No background. Kristen's going to give her just first impressions and then we'll dive in a little further. So here we go. All right. Am I the asshole for warning my friend about online safety? Your first thoughts. No, that sounds like a smart thing to do are my first thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) You you know, online safety, something to take, uh, you know, probably not to take lightly. There's a lot of fraud and uh, don't want, you know, your bank account getting out there these days. For sure. I'm kind of curious to see where this goes because why? I'm very curious as to see why this person thinks they're an asshole. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to read this and you know what? I think I'm going to read since this isn't too long of a post. I think since our listeners are asking for more details, I'm, uh, I'm going to read it. You okay with that, Kristen? Love it. All right. So my friend and her fiance are building a house together. They had a designer send them the final design. Everything looks great. They're going to go ahead with the build soon. In her excitement, my friend posted the final blueprint of the house layout on Facebook and Instagram with the new address. It shows all the entrances, windows, bedrooms, floors, etc. Immediately, I texted her and said, hey, congrats on the house. It looks amazing, but maybe you should only show a picture of the outside might not really be safe to show the whole floor plan. And she got angry and called me jealous and paranoid. Parentheses, I'm not, I have my own house that I love. She has over 3000 Instagram followers. A lot of them are men she does not know. She's beautiful and naturally attracts a lot of attention. Am I really too paranoid? To me, this is just asking for someone to break into your house. Perhaps I should just mind my own business. My the asshole for pointing out that this seems dangerous. I'm sticking with my no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. As soon as you said blueprint on Instagram, I was like, oh no, 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 no. Yeah. So I doors, windows. Yeah. I'll admit this was not one that I read and was like, ooh, this is gonna be controversial. Um, a lot of back and forth. This was more so I just wanted to to discuss uh it's also a good reminder for all of our listeners (laughs) yes we know some of you are in the process of building homes or renovating and um so no i don't think this friend is an asshole and i don't i agree with you i don't think that's really up for discussion however i do sort of want to discuss how this post could have gone better besides the obvious of she posted everything what would you do you think it would be the same situation if she posted the blueprints okay so still the blueprints Mm. but without the address oh i think that 
that is so much better. <laughs> um, yeah, I would not, I can't think of why it would be a problem to have the blueprint posted if they had no idea. I mean, even if they knew the city, I think that's fine. Um, if they didn't know where this house was located. Because I think if you're at the point of stalking someone to find their address, you can find their windows and doors just fine. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if we're going just full on, like someone's going to come into the house and either, you know, rob you or come after you. Yes. I think you just need to know where the house is. And right. I am an advocate of not posting your address publicly. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is the problem. <laughs> in my mind <laughs> yeah I am with you you know we are both uh homeowners and not once have I mean again sure if you googled my full name which I'm not going to say here I'm sure you could easily find my address but yeah the whole thing I, it just this was more um so again I kind of went off because the answer seems obvious no the friend is an mm. asshole but it was just so cringy like what yeah, I've even felt nervous posting, like, a picture of the outside of my house that has my house numbers on it. When, mm. like, they don't, there are so many houses in Chicago that probably have the same number. Because my Instagram right now is public. Um, I just, if I see someone, uh, like a robot or someone looking for certain, or advertising certain services i just block them or if i get a dm from someone who is again one of those two things you know just block them but yeah just i think i should take a look at your instagram and see if there's anything yeah you know what when we were safe on podcast, there can you please just call my uh my insta and let me know but yeah this was just made me laugh and you know they she did the poster did say we live in a fairly small Canadian region. It is safe and common to leave doors unlocked here. I just cringe All the, the more point. reason to not have 3,000 <laughs> people just, know. It just builds the case so much. I hope and she I didn't cringe. post that somewhere else on Instagram. I'm so glad I live in this secluded, safe area where I can leave my doors open. And she's got 3,000 followers whom she doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think she needs some help from her friend on internet yeah, safety. I, may I be so bold to say not only is this friend not an asshole, but a really good friend. Because <laughs> <laughs> it does take some guts to like go up to your friend and be like, um, I think you should take that down instead of just, what a beautiful home. <laughs> right. And again, we could go down a whole rabbit hole, which we won't, about when should you interject on something someone else posts, when should you not. But this seems pretty cut and dry. <laughs> I think so. So, you know, I just best wishes for these two. Hopefully friendship not terminated <laughs> over a clear oversight. <laughs> yes, for sure. And also, you know what? I hope she enjoys her new house because clearly she's super pumped. So. <laughs> and I hope it doesn't get broken into. <laughs> yes. Just nothing but best wishes for these two. <laughs> All right, Kristen, what do you have to follow up that uh, borderline lunacy? Okay, the title of mine is, Am I the Asshole for Refusing to Help My Sister-in-Law by Watching Her Kids? 
Um, I'm pretty sure my sister-in-law would say, yes, I would be an asshole for refusing <laughs> to watch uh, her and my brother's children. So I'm going to, I'm just going to go ahead and say yes. Um, but obviously some more details might. Yes. Always. You always need more details. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah, on that one. And again, I do have a very close relationship with my sister-in-law. So I feel like I'm just going to be more biased uh, to that. Definitely. Well, again, I'm going to give extra detail and read the whole thing. I think our listeners will appreciate it. One in particular. So let's go. <laughs> okay. Let's do the whole thing. My sister-in-law's husband had a workplace accident in January. He will be out of commission for some months, so she's supporting the whole family of five on her income, which isn't a lot, and he has nothing coming in right now from his job. So my sister-in-law asked me to watch the kids Monday to Friday, 8 through 7. She offered a few dollars when she could spare it, but approached me as she really needed help and I could do it. I told her no. I told her no because I did it before about a year ago for maybe a month after school and she and her husband made it impossible. They're very lazy with discipline and the kids believe they can do whatever they want. It doesn't matter if they're in someone else's home or if you talk to them. They behave like they are royalty. Refusing to eat meals I had prepared, demanding I make stuff especially for them or order especially for them. In that month, they wanted McDonald's every single day and on the few days I did bring them, mcdonald's they wanted a ridiculous amount of food fries two burgers 20 piece nuggets onion rings two different drinks and that was each of them i didn't i had to step in because i was not paying for all of that they would climb on furniture mess around with tv cables computer cables they did not like being told no or pulled away and their parents shrugged it off as them being adventurous Another time, one of the kids spilled their drink all over the floor while trying to throw it over their sibling, and when I asked for help cleaning it up, they said no and would not budge. So we said we would not do it again, and now they're asking for this because of the recent events, but I do not feel anything will have changed, and if anything, they might act worse. My sister-in-law did not like being told no and accused me of being shitty family and turning my back on their family, and she said they would help us if the roles were reversed. She even tried to convince her other brother, and he said he wouldn't do it either because he values respect in his home. Their parents, though, think we should be helping more since we live in the same state as her while the rest of the family are scattered. Ooh. So, makes him okay. feel bad. They're going through a lot right now, but he wants to know if he's the asshole. Yeah, my hands are on the sides of my face right now after listening to that. <laughs> Um, okay, so yes, clearly the added details definitely um, change things. Also, uh, my brother, this just makes me worry for my future because my brother's favorite joke is that he's going to have a junior. It's going to be his minion um, who's just going to do whatever he says um, but will not do anything I say. And he's going to train him to do. It's like a whole bit uh -huh. he has. Um, and as I, I was listening, that's going to, to work very well. <laughs> as I was listening to this whole family scenario, that's all I could think of was Junior is going to do this to Auntie Carly. <laughs> um, to demand McDonald's from you. Before we well, get too far into it, though, they said onion rings for McDonald's. Are there onion rings sold at McDonald's? That's why I was like, is this in Canada or somewhere else? Oh, 
okay, maybe. I didn't think about that. Continue. <laughs> right, no, because the onion rings gave me pause also because I was like, that's probably pretty... I mean, I'm an onion ring fan. I won't go down a tangent, but I was like, hmm. Um, but, well, first off, eight to seven, Monday through Friday. Yeah. Like, just right there before you gave me the other um, unpleasantries in that situation, I was like... Right, with wow, just a couple dollars when they can. I mean, that's 11... That's 55 hours a week. Yeah. I don't think they're an asshole anymore. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm. I could maybe see putting some boundaries on it instead of just flat out no and saying, mm-hmm. if we do this and this, then I will be able to do it and help you out. Yes. I was also thinking a clear start and end date, not um, yeah. open-ended or, you know, same thing. Like there, I think in this situation, there needs to be some sort of compromise, even two days a week, you know, um, but to, I mean, I, it's hard because you, you do feel for them and you can understand how, when you're just kind of down and out and facing all these unfortunate circumstances, you're like, okay, I need to turn to my family to sort of bail me out help me right however don't bite the hand that feeds you though you know and it does also say that the parents think that they should be helping more and i'm guessing that they live in a different i'm guessing the parents live in a different state Mm. um but can't they come help there's a lot yeah i mean this this does give us plenty of information but yes i'm a thing I would be more curious about, which we just won't know, which I think is the essence of why I love some of these stories is, yeah, like, do the parents live far away? Um, You know, they think that they should be helping more. Do the parents know the extent of what's been going on? You know, if they live far away, they may not know what the household is like. Right. I mean, and I think, too, like, even just a simple thing, like, uh, uh, if your kid was going to, if I was going to watch your kid and we had very different rules, you know, you could say something like, okay, well, what? remember when you're at Kari's house, Kari expects, you know, you need to list, you know, just sort of, I mean, I feel like that was such a basic thing that my parents taught me as a kid with where it didn't matter who's house I was at it was to always like follow whatever rules were in that household and to not you know right know. yeah certainly not to have my own agenda right the other thing I'm thinking is my HR hat is coming out but if the sister-in-law's husband had a workplace accident shouldn't he be getting workers comp <laughs> Yeah, there. It's just a little. You, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just you, right. Is it that the husband can't, you know, due to the injury, take care of them? But she, yeah, she kept talking about money. Yeah, there's. Just, yeah, she's supporting you know the whole family of five. He's out of work because of an injury. I'm guessing the injury's bad enough that he can't take care of the kids. Right. But. I would think that she wouldn't need to support all of them on her salary if he was getting 
some income from his company, I think we should talk to these people. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening, please, we, we're, we're willing to help you. We're willing to mediate this situation. We'll be, we'll be as understanding as... I don't know as... if I'm willing to mediate between them. <laughs> I'm maybe more willing to meet... I, actually, I'd just be more curious. It would be... You would really, want to really... hear the story of what's going on. Well, right, because we've really got the in-laws, you know, the babysitting perspective. I would be genuinely curious, not that it would change my mind, but to hear the parents' mm. view. Yeah. And, like, do they really call them adventurous or you know just some <laughs> or you know i mean just to play devil's advocate a little bit i don't think this is the case but i mean could the in-laws just have really unrealistic expectations well yeah i mean if they don't have kids of their own it could be that they're they have no idea <laughs> right you know and again this does i mean it all sounds just out of hand and pretty valid at least at the very least portions of it but you just wonder right from the information that they gave us yeah again (laughs) we only go off of uh the information that we're given yeah but i'm still nope not an asshole given the information we have right (laughs) right okay kari you want to read us your second story Alrighty. Am I the asshole for backing out of vacation plans with friends that were partially my idea? First thoughts. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I will say with a caveat that if it was your idea in December of 2019 to go on vacation (laughs) in July of 2020, no, you're not the asshole for backing out. (laughs) Yeah, this isn't... um... It's not really a COVID story, so that, yeah, it's nothing like they backed out because of quarantine or things like that, but all right, it's kind of long, so I might not read the whole thing, but um, let me me see how this goes. Uh, My best friend, Leslie, wanted to go on a trip to a city several states over with our friend group this spring. I'm still the only person in this friend group who has a driver's license, and I'm not willing to drive that far, so plans fell through. Leslie was disappointed about not doing the trip and I've been shooting down a lot of her ideas lately. So instead I proposed we do a smaller trip so I wouldn't have to drive so far. I even suggested a national park we could visit. Leslie got really excited and started planning a camping trip there. For a few weeks, she's had this plan finalized down to the smallest details. All right, so let's just, Leslie has, is real, she's real pumped. She's uh. Seems like a real planner. Okay, so today I finally got a job I've been interviewing for. I'm in desperate need of this job. I live on my own and was fired from my job in the fall of 2020 because of COVID. So COVID does does play in, but you know, okay. I've been living on barely two meals a day. Last week I found that I was down to 28 cents on my debit card and broke down crying. Getting this job is really a big deal for me. Um, There's going to be a lot to unpack here, Kristen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I told my friends I got the job and they were really happy for me. My friend Andy announced that she also got a job and this is really big for Andy because she doesn't have a very good relationship with her parents and needs to move out as soon as she can. All right. So the poster and her friend Andy 
big jobs that they both really needed. All right, <laughs> so here's where, here's where things take a turn. Then Leslie reminded us to let our employers know that we have a prior commitment on the days of our trip. This rubbed me a little wrong because my biggest priority now is keeping this job. The camping trip spans several weekdays. I really can't afford to miss so many work days with a new job. I talked with Andy separately and she admitted that she was having similar concerns. We knew how excited Leslie was for this trip. So we asked her to trim off a few days instead of canceling it altogether in hopes that fewer days gone would please our employers. We texted Leslie about shortening the trip this morning and she never responded. Instead, her sister, April, very curtly informed us that Leslie had changed the plans as we requested. We thanked her, but she still didn't respond. I think they're both mad at us for going back on the dates we agreed on. Leslie had put a lot of time into planning this, so even just shaving off a day is ruining some of the activities she had planned out. All right, last paragraph. The trip was kind of my idea, but I really, really do need this job. Leslie still lives with her parents. She's unemployed and has a very long string of jobs in the past that she's quit within a week of obtaining. I don't think she understands just how expensive it can be to live on your own and just how important these jobs are to me and Andy. Am I the asshole? And there's one edit to clarify. I do have an emergency fund with more than 28 cents, but I'm using it for food right now, not <laughs> camping trips. Good call. Um, I, I mean, maybe you can convince me differently, but I'm still thinking that she is not the asshole. I'm also, though, thinking that Leslie hasn't actually responded to her. Right. So, she's so I think assuming that she's mad. Ah. Right. So this, yeah, it's a little bit. Um, again, we don't have a name, but we'll call them original poster. She, yeah, I think she's just in that uh, kind of rut between you just gave your friend bad news, and perhaps Leslie doesn't want to be an asshole and say something rude, but she's hurt. So she's just giving it some time right. to, uh, which I could, I could a hundred percent see that, that she like understood, but was upset about it. Um, right. And so I kind of, I think it was kind of good of her to say, I can't handle talking to them about it right now. Let's have my sister tell them because I'm going to be too mad. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like if Leslie's like, she's legitimate in being disappointed, upset, or even, yeah, mad. Like I get that. Um, there's a few things about this trip too, that make the poster seem like, um, less of an asshole too. So, or there'd be maybe a better way to phrase it is there'd be some things about this trip that would make you more of an asshole. Um, one, the post, the original poster is the one who's driving. Right. So, and the only one apparently who can, I mean, I don't know where they live, but they're they could also 18. be, Oh, they are 18. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, they live close to a national park. Let's try mm -hmm. to find their house. Let's see if they posted it on Instagram. <laughs> see if they posted their address but okay so my thought is if this was like a plane ticket uh, a plane trip um sharing like an airbnb um locked into contracts that would be a whole different uh scenario the scene yeah. i mean not 
yes, Leslie planned a lot. It seems like a camping trip, but I feel like a camping trip of all the different types of vacations you can do with your friends is a pretty easy one to pivot and adjust. Yeah. And the fact that they didn't just cancel it and they just asked to trim it a few days, I thought was also good. Like, yeah, like not an asshole move. No. Nor would I think, though, if they asked to cancel it and to just explain, like, I am so sorry, I just cannot do anything to jeopardize this job. Then if Leslie got really mad and didn't understand, she's the asshole. Right. Is there another post somewhere from Leslie? I wish. <laughs> if she's the asshole. Am I the asshole for being mad at my friends? I should love for that to be out of the vacation. That would be awesome. <laughs> we can mediate their conversation as well. Right? Yeah. Just <laughs> change our podcast name to The Mediators. There's got to be one that's that. Shout out to them. <laughs> but it, yeah. This... It does make me think that Leslie... The only thing that makes me think Leslie may be more upset than they may know, original poster and Andy, is the information that she's unemployed, lives with her parents, and has had multiple jobs that she's quit within a week. Right. And you know what? I just feel like, too, this sort of speaks to dynamics of friends because original poster, once she knew Andy got a new job and was in the same boat, those two just like magnets. Right. Like, How are are we going to do this? (laughs) How are we going to tell Leslie? Yeah, which, you know, thank goodness, I guess two is better than one. And that gives Leslie less crowd to stand on for being upset. Right. But yeah, I mean, again, 18, I don't know if these are, you know, 18 year old college freshmen, 18 year old seniors in high school, but. (laughs) Yeah, I, I would think college if they or at least graduated if some of them are not living with their parents but yeah that was at least my that was my assumption as well but you know also not that we are certainly very young ourselves but just I just turned 19 last week (laughs) there definitely is a maturity aspect uh I think yeah to for sure Leslie um Seemed, like you said, seems to be in a very different situation than her other two friends. Right. And May just, she's not gotten to the point in her life where she realizes how important it may be to have these jobs, especially right out of high school. Like that, those are the times when my bank account was at 28 cents or whatever. And I was like, um... (laughs) Right. Yeah. When I heard the bank account of 28 cents, I don't know if that, well, no, I definitely overdrafted when I was at age, but. Right. If Leslie hasn't had to experience that. Lucky Leslie. I know. But I think, yeah. So I think we're in consensus that original poster is not an asshole. And also barring some new information, I didn't read down all the comments, but it sounds like Leslie's trying her very best not to be an asshole too. So that's what it seems like not getting super upset. And I mean, I would take her silence as you could take it two ways. You could take it as she's like done with them, or you could take it as she's trying not to convey how disappointed she is to her friends. Yeah, I think that's that's where I'm at, too. Seems like, again, and just sort of, I mean, it's an unfortunate thing, you know, 
vacations with friends we've been on a yeah, few they're a few. super fun they are so. and those friend dynamics really come out and you get to see the differences between everyone it's very fun <laughs> uh no comment Kristen. what was your next <laughs> what was your next story good transition yes my next story this is our final one right yes for this episode well, yeah, not forever. Don't scare the listeners, please. <laughs> okay, so my the title of mine is, Am I the Asshole for Refusing to Make Any More Meals for My Girlfriend After She Kept Complaining About My Cooking? <laughs> oh, this is almost a tough one to say yes or no, because I'm like, well, what's the quality of your cooking? <laughs> I'm going to start with not an asshole. Okay. I mean, it sounds just a little contentious, but. Right. This one is kind of long. I'm going to skip around, but give you as many details as possible. (laughs) The listeners, thank you. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Things have been great with my girlfriend for the most part. We, that's a 28-year-old female. We'll call her Melinda. Okay, Melinda. Melinda is 28. And... OG is 26. He's the original poster. Okay. Uh, Melinda and OG have been together for four years and living together for two. Lately, there's been some tension, so I feel like maybe that's why things may have boiled over. We Mm -hmm. both work a lot. We've both been cranky and moody, especially my girlfriend who snapped at me a few times and been in a really bad mood. For the past few days, what's really set her off is my cooking. I'm usually the one making breakfast, packing our lunches, and dinner. Literally any time I've been at the stove, she complains about how bad the smell is and gives me crap about using stuff that has obviously gone bad. Or saying it tastes like shit, she won't even finish eating it. This has pissed me off. I'm not a chef, but I do pride myself in my cooking, and she's talking about how bad my food is. I've had my coworkers try my lunch, and they tell me it tastes just fine. I figured with all the stress she's under at work, she probably needed an outlet to let out her frustration, and maybe that's why she's giving me shit about little things. I don't know, but I snapped a little this morning when she again complained about complained about the omelet I was making for us. So I actually dumped the eggs in the trash, told her she can make her own damn breakfast for herself then, and I'm not cooking for her anymore if she's going to keep acting spoiled about what I make. We ended up having an argument over this, and we left for work mad. Anyway, my girlfriend didn't come home, and her sister called me. My girlfriend's mad at me, and her sister thought I was being a dick for reacting so immaturely by refusing to cook for her anymore when I know she works a lot, so sometimes she doesn't have the time to prep her own meals. I don't know why this was turned into a bigger deal, but here I am sitting at home wondering if I was being an asshole for losing my cool and telling her I'm not cooking for her. So, wow. was OG the asshole? No, still no for me. Um, <laughs> I mean, like my first thought was like, is she pregnant? Like, is her scent, like her sense of smell just off? Like that was one of my first. Um, well, and also like, what's he putting in that omelet? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know? So your first thought is kind of funny. 
it was not you're not the only one who had that as their first thought and he got many comments saying is she pregnant (laughs) okay glad it wasn't just me so i have an update (laughs) okay (laughs) so um the update is like just as long as the original post so i'm not going to read the whole thing okay yeah give give me Um, the important details right so it was super late when he posted this so he waited till the next morning to talk to her missed a call from her she was apparently very apologetic and she realized that she was being a bitch which was her word he says not mine i swear good Um, good clarification (laughs) and he saw all of the comments on here about is she pregnant and he they went to CVS together and got a couple of tests and came home and she has a positive pregnancy test. Oh, ding, ding, ding. So, yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> the smells oh. in the kitchen were too much for her. Well, it, you know, and just sort of, you know, again, of course, even though, thank goodness, at least here in Chicago, we're getting to a better place uh, with COVID and quarantine and vaccinations. I know that's not true everywhere, but... I was just thinking like, okay, you know, but I feel like, you know, more and more people are slowly starting to get back to work at least some days a week where feasible. So I was just like, what could cause just this sudden. Right. Right. And it sounded more like you were uh, like more than PMS to me. Right. Cause like, even if you're in the middle of eating something, can't finish it. Like that's not because you're upset from work. Right. <laughs> Like, if you're tired and upset, you're probably hangry also and want to eat. So the fact that she's, like, eating and can't finish it, I mean, maybe if it's disgusting, that just made it even worse for her. But Right, because I was thinking, too, you know, I cook for myself unless I order <laughs> delivery or takeout. Um, and I was like, oh, man, I would love to come home from work and have someone make something for me. And even if it was something that I was just like, eh. Right? He said he was doing breakfast, packing lunches, and dinner. I can't even imagine. I mean, my goodness. The, just to get me to, like, heat up a breakfast sandwich in the microwave in the morning, throw my yogurt and banana into my purse for lunch. Like, yeah. it, even, even if it was the same exact things, like, if someone literally just started the microwave for me and tossed my yogurt, banana, and string cheese into my purse, I would just be like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> Definitely have a man, though. I can't believe I nailed that, that she's pregnant. Because then then it changes. It's like no one was really an asshole. Congratulations on your life changing. I know. I'm surprised that you said that so quickly because, I mean, I I did not think that at first. And then I saw the update and was like, oh, (laughs) that makes sense. Right. Well, to be fair, I have a lot of friends who are currently pregnant or recently had babies. So it's, you know, they're, I forget who it was. It was one of our friends was like, Hey, I have something to tell you. Guess what? And I was like, this is what I was probably an asshole. I just sent the pregnant woman emoji and she was like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it was so anticlimactic for her, but it was honestly, it had been like, Boom, 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 boom. Just so many friends in a row that I was. Yeah. No, so I'm primed. I'm primed for pregnancy. <laughs> so uh, despite our tangents there, I think we are both in agreement 
that that guy was not being an asshole, nor was uh, his no. girlfriend, partner. His girl did say girlfriend. Okay. Uh, Melinda. Melinda, yes. <laughs> and, you know, congrats to Melinda. Yes. Just wishes from the I've Fallen and I Can't Get Up podcast. I hope the smells stop getting to you so badly and you can eat yes, <laughs> some of your boyfriend's delicious fun. food. Right. I was going to say, it sounds, Melinda, like you've got a sweet setup. So hopefully your uh, smell aversion right. doesn't get in the way of that. All right, Kristen. So, I mean, you know what? I feel like this episode, it was a lot. Was there even an asshole? Was there an asshole? Oh. Hmm. Let me look at we had internet, internet safety. Nope. I had the canceling the vacation. Nope. No. Yeah, I had the sister helping the sister in law by watching her kids. No, and refusing to make meals for the girlfriend. Wow, we had four not the assholes. I wonder though if some of our listeners will come back and say, How did you not think that person was an asshole? Yeah, you know, listeners, please always, if you uh, have feedback or a differing opinion, again, our email is the I, or not the, it's I've fallen podcast at gmail.com. I V E F A L L E N P O D C A S T at gmail.com. Woo! Good thing I'm a teacher. Practice those spelling words. All right, Kristen, so I think, you know, do you want to send us home? Well, that wraps up our Am I the Asshole stories for this episode. Thank you, Kari, for sharing your thoughts. I really think there are usually more assholes on the internet than (laughs) there were today. Yeah, you know, maybe it's a glimmer of hope for people. Yeah. (laughs) So to all of our listeners, don't be an asshole, assholes. (laughs) 